0: What's up guys, welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades, so uh, glad to see you here and let's get started. Finally, we saw what I would call a negative day after such an incredibly positive week. And it it appeared as if finally the bulls uh, sort of either let go of the market or the bears just overpowered them and submitted them into giving the reins back to the bears. So we we saw quite a lot of stocks falling down. In fact, most of my watch list was in the red. And uh, if if you if you're curious about how that affected my trades do stay tuned for the my trade section in which i'll share more details on that and i'll just i'll just i'll just let you guys know that this time even if you don't listen to the my trade section even if even if you don't want to listen to uh, the other stuff that that comes in the middle at least skip to the my trade section because it is going to be very interesting it's going to be uh, something very informative or at least something which i believe is very informative and it's related to india bulls housing finance so there i gave you a hint also and uh, i hope you at least listen to that part because it's super important and uh, it's you know it's it's like a break from all of the theoretical not theoretical but all of the uh, analysis that i end up doing it's more of a, oh, it's more of a practical take on it and i feel i feel that's the best thing that i can give you so At least listen to that, even if you are not going to be listening to the entire podcast. And uh, with that, uh, I also wanted to let you guys know that the format is going to be a little bit different in the way that, um, you know, I, I got some feedback that I end up repeating a few stocks because I speak about them in the day's view and the general theme. I speak about them in the top losers and gainers, and I also speak about them in my trades. So I wanted to switch things up uh, up a little, and my solution to that is, I, I'll avoid repeating stocks, obviously, and uh, I'll, I'll try to include non-nifty and non-bank nifty stocks also. And the pure reason for that is because, at least last week, so many stocks and i was looking at the entire uh nifty list so many stocks no entry opportunity so if if and that that's something which is very common what if you want to get into a position but there are no positions that are worth getting into so purely for that reason i am going to include a few non-nifty stocks along with my watch list and we'll follow along uh as it goes so you know if my watch list changes every week if it changes every two days then i'll, I'll keep you guys in the loop about that and uh, you know it'll be it'll be much more engaging and uh, it'll be more you know intuitive to understand and that that's at least what i feel so do let me know what you feel about that and with that let's get started in the weekly uh episode weekly analysis end of the month so it's also a monthly analysis let's get started shall we now let's start with the chronological order we'll go from intraday and move our way up to the monthly charts and intraday charts it is very evident that the day was almost decisively negative and you know it's it's purely because the highs were not even attempted and when i'm when i'm talking about highs i mean the previous highs were not even attempted and it it was just a pretty i wouldn't say sharp but it was a very steady fall during the day and when we switch to the daily chart it becomes very interesting because it is almost like a perfect retracement down to the 8 moving average from the all time high that it made and in the past if you remember we've we've spoken about this that sometimes when the stock is a bit higher than uh, the 8 ma so let's say the 8 ma is at Uh, 11,900 and the stock is at 12,000 then there are times when it comes down to that 11,900 mark just so that it can look for supports and it can uh, you know go go ahead go on even more decisively just just you know checking where it's at so that is what we saw on the daily chart just that minor retracement on the weekly chart and if it looks like a very Clean continuation pattern of sorts, and if that continuation pattern is to be followed and is to be continued, continued, then we should ideally see it retracing now for a bit, and then hitting a new all-time high, or, you know, we we could see it directly hitting a new all-time high and then retracing quite a lot, and this is purely based on the chart pattern that even you can see, and I highly recommend that you open the charts at least for this one weekly analysis and I know the episode is a bit late but uh, eventually this episode will be out earlier so you can hopefully check it over the weekend. So if you open your chart and if you look at weekly nifty you will see that it is a very interesting a very clean continuation pattern it just goes up and down and up and down and this is something you can understand even if you have zero 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 experience in the markets. Uh, I'm hoping you don't but this is a great uh, continuation pattern in my opinion so if we are going to see that then we should ideally see a bit of retracement and then an all-time high or directly an all-time high a new all-time high and then a proper retracement so that is what the charts are trying to hint uh, to me now you know it's it's also interesting because There is a there is considerable, uh, you know, when we look at the monthly chart, there is a considerable amount of uh, almost consolidation right at the resistance zone. But if again, as I said, if it wants to continue that continuation pattern, then a new all time high in December is should be expected rather, because you know, that's that's just how it is on the monthly chart. Again, this is super intuitive stuff. You just look at the chart and you will understand what I'm talking about. So with that, moving into the day's gainers, oh, by the way, Nifty was 12,056, down 95 points, which is 0.78%, just 8 advances and 42 declines. I believe that is the worst ratio that we've seen this entire week. So just to put that into perspective, that that's how it's placed. Coming to the day's gainers, we've got Infratel leading the pack. Oddly enough, as I said, I need a loyalty bonus from Infratel for featuring them so many times on this uh, podcast. Anyway, Infratel leading the pack, closing at 273.8 and it is up 6.7%. Looks like it's breached the 200 moving average. It is near the change in polarity, but again, overall, it really depends on the sentiment because we've seen that more than the technicals infratel is a stock which goes completely on news and investor sentiment so it's a very interesting stock and uh, you know maybe it'll just uh maybe it'll just sort of retrace or something uh, ideally you should just back test it and see if there's any uh, thing that's working and that is how you should trade it but ideally as i say you know do not get into such uh, stocks which move so weirdly unless you are extremely confident in your view with that coming to the next gainer for the day which is adani ports it is closing at 381 up 2.25% and it looks like it's slowing down exactly at the 200 day moving average which which also happens to be a gap there's this a gap around that level 8MA support is very visible which is a good thing also there is fib support at 373 so if it does fall if it does retrace uh what that's like eight points away it's already got a support of the fib uh retracement so that that is also good adani ports looks pretty well placed considering all of that now, only two gainers, uh, I only speak about two gainers, but Bharti Etel was the third one, Infratel Bharti Ertel again moving in tandem. Coming to the top losers for the day, we've got Z Limited leading the pack again, down 7.88%, closing at 286.5. Looks like it's just turning back from the 200 DMA, and it's just got crazy amounts of resistance right now, 208. It, it does have 50 ma support but it really depends it it may or may not hold now it is very interesting to me uh, interesting for me to see how perfectly the news based aspects of uh, Subhash Chandra if I remember his name correctly resigning and the 200-day moving average coming in so it's very interesting to see how that news factor and the technical factor have sort of come together and caused the price to move the next loser for the day is Hindustan Unilever. This is, I believe, the very first time that I'm featuring it on this podcast because it's never been a top gainer for me, never been a top loser. So, first time. It is closing 2034 exact, down 2.55%. And looks like a 50 moving average bounce was attempted, but 20MA resistance was just too too high now. And uh, it's, it's now below that 50MA. So... Not particularly reassuring or confidence inspiring, but that's how it's placed, and that's it for Nifty. We move to Bank Nifty now. Bank Nifty closed at 31,946.10, it's down 0.55%, which is 176.85 points. Now, let's be honest, it was definitely a negative day for Bank Nifty, there's no denying that. However, if you look at uh the daily chart, and I know we were going chronologically, but since the intraday movements are more or less similar, I'm gonna skip to daily because that's where the main difference was in my opinion so on the daily chart, we can see that there was just some superb support at lower levels, and it it was it was very interesting to see this because uh obviously it's fifty points away from thirty two thousand level but that thirty-one thousand nine hundred levels looks like it's going to be respected, at least by the looks of it, because the low was thirty-seven, thirty-one seven seventy, so it, it jumped quite a lot from that low. So clearly, support at uh, support at lower levels is very evident, which is a good thing, uh, despite the fact that it slipped below thirty-two thousand. Now. What is very interesting is that the last time we've seen this candle pattern and when I say the candle pattern I'm talking about the way it is placed right now on the daily chart it's resulted in a consolidation and then a retracement and this is despite all of the supports I know it is kind of contradicting but I really wanted to mention it because this is something that we've seen in the past so uh, as I said you know it's a consolidation then a retracement and then uh, you know possibly a bounce back up so that is what we've seen and the very fact that that 30, 32000 level was not held might just be the hint for a you know possible retracement coming for bank nifty again a lot of this will depend on the underlying stocks based on the news that i've seen over the weekend and on friday the news especially for yes bank looks quite decent but we can never say so you know that is what the chart pattern is saying it's a very clean climb on the weekly chart and it's honestly far too positive it is so positive that it looks almost alarming and that's just how it's placed and on the monthly chart we see that that 8 ma level is incredibly strong and incredibly supportive of the index price, so that is where it's placed. And if we see a retracement in this month, do keep in mind I'm talking about the month of December, I'm not talking about tomorrow, I'm not talking about the week, I'm talking about the month. If the month is gonna retrace down, then we should be seeing 30,500 to 30,700 levels for Bank Nifty. And as I said, this is in line with that consolidation pattern. So, if it's unable to hold about 32,000, then we might possibly see these levels. And that is where Bank Nifty is placed right now. Coming to the top gainers, we've got IDFC first bank leading the pack. It's up 5.87%, closing at 46.90. It did not attempt a 50 uh, rupee breach because the high was 47.95. So, clearly not that much it did manage to shoot above its 200 day moving average which is great and looks like the momentum is good as well so even though it's it's slowed down just above the change in polarity resistance and it has resistance at higher levels given that it's got good momentum given that uh, you know it's it's just shot above that 200 ma we might see a plus uh, 50 plus level soon on idfc first bank obviously news-based events and other market sentiments permitting. So that is where IDFC First Bank stands. The next gainer for the day is HDFC Bank. Now, we spoke about this yesterday, so I do recommend, uh, you know, going back, uh, listening to yesterday's episode, and when I say yesterday's episode, I'm talking about Thursday's episode. Today is a Sunday, so obviously. Uh, So HDFC Bank, now, yesterday, or on Thursday, I'd said that it slipped below the eight moving average. But it's near support zones. So even though it does not look particularly good It is near a support zone and looks like that support zone sort of helped uh, helped uh, And held it's a 077 percent up move closing at one two seven five Not too far off from the day's high. In fact, it was just a nine point seven rupee move Which is very range bound in my opinion and that is where HDFC bank stood again just three advances nine declines so and the advance uh, was the third one was Indocent Bank, which is just 0.05%, and an even measly 0.75 rupees. So it's 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 quite terrible uh, in that respect. Now the top losers was Federal Bank, leading the pack down 2.26% closing at 88.85 that 90 level was attempted in fact it opened at 90.7 high was a high was 91.75 and then it ended up closing just above its low and when you see a close just above the low uh, and the gap between the high and the close is more you can say that you know hey it's 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 crazy resistance at higher levels so and when you look at the charts you will see that there is 200 day moving average so There really is resistance at higher levels. So that is where federal bank stands. The next loser for the day is yes bank It's closing at 68.5 down 2.21 percent. So not too bad Again that 68 level uh, that which is uh, you know, again that 63 65 level and from there it jumped to 68 So it's probably gonna be an interesting level to see and it's holding that decently for now. So uh, Let's see how it holds Yes, bank has a big news. And that is that some Canadian investor industrialist, I believe, is pumping in $2 billion of money, obviously, uh, $2 billion worth of, uh, you know, cash at 78 per share. And, you know, that that might just be why it's consolidating right now that people just do not know whether there's clarity on that or not. And once now that the news is actually out, possibly we might see uh, you know a positive move because if the if the purchase has happened at 78 logically speaking the price should at least reach near 78 so that is what i'm hoping for and uh, according to the ceo who recently you know gave an interview so he also mentioned that he is hoping for a very healthy return and obviously as the ceo he will speak positively but you know it does not look bad on the charts. It does not look bad overall. So that's that's all that I'm saying. And that is where Yes Bank stood, the second top loser for the day. With that, we'll move to my trades. Now, I'll be combining my trades as well as my lesson for the day because they both go hand in hand. And this is something that sort of is like a crossover and a spillover from Thursday's episode because... This very strategy, which is also a lesson for the day, is something that I used on Thursday as well. And it did pay off on Thursday, it paid off on Friday as well. So I really wanted to share it with you here. And uh, before before I do, I'll talk about my first trade for the day, which was HUL, which was negative. And HUL, uh, one of the top losers for the day, and I was long HUL, so clearly not too hard to figure out why it did not work out. But I do recommend looking at the charts because that is how you will get to know what my trade basis was. Because I've already mentioned what it is. Uh, you know, it's just a good practice to see, uh, you know, how I'm taking trades because that, that is something which will really, really help you. The next trade was TCS Future. Again, this is on Friday. So look at the chart. You'll understand why I took the trade. Uh, hint, hint, moving average. So that, that that's the only uh, hint that I'm going to give tcs feature this was a positive one i can't quite recollect how positive that was but it was decent uh, not too bad at all not too shabby at all now this is the big one and i'm talking about the big one because this is the most interesting trade that i took and this is something that my father recommended because uh you know we obviously trade together so he suggested doing this and that is on thursday if you remember bull did Quite well, I believe it was in the in the two hundreds, three hundreds, possibly. I can. I'm sorry, I don't remember, but it did quite well. So I exited my eyeball holding, and I placed a stop loss market order above that day's high. So let's say the high of a stock was ninety nine rupees, or you know, better example, let's say it was hundred and five rupees, and I sense that the price is going down so I exit it at 103 104 you know how much ever I can get and because I do not want to let go of the potential upside that may come after I exit I put a stop-loss market order just above the high and the logic behind that is that if the stock price is gonna go up it will obviously make a new high because that that will show that it is positive it is uh, you know bullish So that is why you placed an order just above the high. And on Thursday, I exited and then my order got triggered. So I, you know, it was bought back into my account. And yes, there was some MTM loss because I exited and then I bought back at a different price. If you aren't, uh, you know, understanding the MTM part, that is perfectly fine. But then I bought it back at a slightly higher price, but because the high was breached, so clearly the stock was bullish. And then, on the next day, we all know how good iBull performed. I exited at 370 something. Again, I'm sorry if I do not have the numbers right, but that is the approximate price. And then I placed another stop-loss market order just above the high. Again, same logic, same rationale. And that did not trigger. Clearly, iBull, despite that positive news, w- slipped down. And as a result, I, I saved on a lot of notional uh, loss, because had I waited to see if it actually crosses that 370 barrier, goes to 400 or something, I would have ended up, uh, you know, no, neither ghar ka na ghat ka. But because of this, I was able to, uh, you know, capture most of the move. And this is the lesson that I was talking about. So this is extremely important, at least for me, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a great way so i i hope this was uh you know i hope this was good for you now my watch list for the week is uh, will be posted on my twitter which is at markets with kr and i don't want to be sneaky here i'm not you know fishing for followers it's just that uh, i still need to you know shortlist i've I've done the analysis i just need to sift through all of the stocks and i need to pick my top ones so once i do that and i do not want to delay this episode any further so which is why i'm just you know giving it to you asap and then i'll share my watch list on twitter so at markets with kr is my twitter look it's fine and i'm not going to force you to follow me you can just open it it's a public account so at markets with kr that's going to be my watch list if you follow me on instagram which is at indian markets with kr I will also try to uh, post a screenshot of that tweet there. So uh, my Insta fam is not left uh, wondering what my watch list is. But that's how it is. Again, uh, I do apologize for that. We will be, you know, monitoring how the watch list does. So do not worry about that. And yeah. That was it for this episode. I wanted to do it a bit differently this time, in fact, uh, from this time onwards, not just this episode. I hope this was better. Uh, oddly enough, you know, it, it felt more natural to me, at least. So, uh, you know, that that's how it is. I hope it's better because then it, it makes it an even easier job for me because I'm literally just looking at a screen and talking right now. I'm, I'm not really you know stressing over what i'm saying or what i'm not saying and it's it's much more natural this way so i hope this was better it's a it's a good thing if it is and i hope this was insightful i hope this was informative and uh as always if you have any questions if you want to you know ask me anything if you want me to cover something this week's basics with kr was not there because i feel that it's just too soon i want i want you all to experiment with the charts uh, as I'd mentioned in the previous basics with KR video, if if you're uh, if you do follow that series, that is. So I really wanted y'all to experiment with the charts and just get a feel of things before we move on further, because that is extremely important. What I just mentioned, back testing and forward testing, uh, is what I'd mentioned in basics with KR is extremely important, and I don't want to rush further ahead without you know everyone being on the same page about that so that's the reason why it's not there uh and yeah that's about it for this episode kr signing out happy trading tomorrow